Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome into the Divas Dish. I am Cherie Taylor, along with my guest Diddy. My guest Diddy. <laughs> I that feel works like too. I've said this before. <laughs> Truth be said, we actually had a few trial runs because we had some technical problems. And the second technical problem was this idiot right here that's been in radio and broadcasting and television and content creation for well over 20 something years forgot to hit the record button. So <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> oh my gosh. I looked, I was like, oh, let me stop this. Oh my God. <laughs> it was going to be Cherie and Diddy Puppets talking because I was like, yes. so what do you think, Diddy? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I am with one of our favorite guest divas here on the Divas Dish podcast. I am with Mike Venditti, better known as Diddy, around our company. How are you? Thanks for joining me. Good pleasure to be here again. Okay. It's been a year, so I feel bad I haven't been able to get back on with you guys since the last time. Well, apparently, me and technology <laughs> are making up for it, you know? <laughs> yes, we're getting it all in in one we're day. We're getting it all in. Elise, just stay in the Caribbean. Elise is finally on vacation, mm -hmm. uh, a long-awaited vacation. She's in the Caribbean, so she doesn't have a care in the world. Fair. But we are going to Jealous. solve the world's problems, I think. <laughs> We're going to talk about marriage. Diddy, last time you were on, you and Ashley just moved in together. Yep. Now you're almost a year into your marriage. Congratulations, Mazel Tov, you made it. Thank you. Yeah, May 21st, one year since Jamaica for us. So. Woohoo! And you were supposed to leave your car at my place, but <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, the place I just moved into... They had wired the um, air conditioning and heating backwards. And so it was sweltering in here. You would have had a heat stroke before going to Jamaica if you stayed here. Still think it might have been a good precursor. It was really, really hot down there in Jamaica. So we might have needed that little warm up because that first night down there was a little rough. It was pretty, yeah. pretty steamy. <laughs> it's, it could be the alcohol, but that's not how you pregame. You don't pregame yeah. in a hot apartment in no. the Carolinas before you go to Jamaica. <laughs> Especially in a May that felt like July last year. It was oh, very Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we're going to have that again because we really didn't have yeah. snow. I mean, I'm not trying to jinx us. We haven't had snow here. I think we're through all that winter stuff. But what we do, why I ask you about the marriage thing is we have a new study that says 50% of women said if they had the choice, they would not marry the same mm -hmm. man again. 50%. <laughs> Sounds, Are you seems surprised like a high by number. that? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> I think it's one of the, maybe we need a control factor here where we ask them at least once a day for five to 10 days, and then you average out the answers. To see if they're actually a yes or a no. And what time of the day are you asking? Day. 
Yeah, like are they hungry? Maybe they're hungry. They could be very hangry and be like, "No, I hate this guy. I'm never gonna, like, never." Or maybe they've had everything dropped on them for work, the kids, and everything like that, and that just happens to be the time that you know I'm not feeling appreciated. (laughs) So I'll show you. That's right. You get your revenge. Like now, this poll tells you that you're bad. (laughs) Exactly. It's like all these people that joke about having these recommitment ceremonies, Mm. and it's like. Oh my gosh, I, I can choose to say no. I know some people that if they had a recommitment ceremony, it would not be a good idea because some people would be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not down with that. No, no, <laughs> you can't, you can never go back. So it's, uh, I don't know if doing it again would be a smart idea for a lot of the people who uh, it didn't work out for the first time. So that would also skew the answers a little bit, I think. Yeah, especially if you're divorced and you go back and remarry that person. Mm. Yeah, I know people- it didn't work. <laughs> yes, yes. That's like hoping that I don't know that the trash that you haven't taken out today is not going to smell tomorrow. It's still exactly. going to smell. It's probably yeah. going to smell worse and it's going to fester the longer you leave it there. Especially mm-hmm. some people because they don't face up with their problems. They don't face up for the issues of why they're not together. Then they get back together. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, it's even worse because you already have ground level fights to have. Yes. <laughs> like Liz Taylor was married, what, eight times? Two of those times were to Richard Burton. The first time was like for 10 years. The second time they got back together a year or two after that first divorce and were not even together, maybe 11 months, maybe 12 months, maybe, maybe right under a year. So it was like, yeah, we're not doing this again. Mm -mm." Yeah, Those same problems are coming back. (laughs) And they usually bring friends. They bring friends. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Surely it's not just this uh, group that says this is this. So I pulled up an article from the 1990s that asked, would you remarry the same person over and over again? It was a 70 pro 30 not going to do it. So I'm surprised that within that amount of time, more people like, yep, not doing it, not doing it. Well, it's because now we can do it on our phones. (laughs) <laughs> back then it was it was mailed to your house and you're sitting next to your husband and be like of course i would <laughs> absolutely i love being married to you <laughs> you gotta mail it back and be like oh god what if it gets returned to sender and then he opens it that's <laughs> oh, yeah 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 you're like, doing click yeah no i wouldn't that's the problem the phones get you in trouble too because everybody yep. has this little rabbit hole they can go down because mm-hmm. they can see somebody that they used to date from the past or they meet people that they kind of know or have known from the past and you made these connections that people make online which uh, ends up causing more problems where the grass is always greener kind of thing or then again (laughs) you're i mean everybody has their own phone their own email unless you've got those people that don't have their phone or email they have a shared email or shared social media come on diddy we all know what people say when they have a shared social media account (laughs) Somebody did something wrong, uh, <laughs> and it probably means you shouldn't be together anyway. Uh, you should just—it's obviously there's no trust. There's uh, no trust. Yeah. yeah, and you shouldn't be on social media. And right. there's some people that like are on social media that hit people up, and I'm like, I know you're married. Do not bother me. Do not stop. Yeah. Stop. 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 It happens. I mean, yeah. I know you get it too, Diddy. So you know what I'm not saying. often, but. <laughs> Well, you also get it because you're in the media because we we all get hit on by different people because it's like, I think you commented on the wrong post. I think you're looking for somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how happy are you in your marriage? Not not asking you, asking that person. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy because here's the thing. I will honestly say, given the chance, I would not remarry the person I was married to. 
Mm. That's not an indictment on him or anything like that. It's just been there, done that, got the t-shirt, got the two kids. I'm good. Absolutely. (laughs) That makes sense. Totally, totally different, different, totally different world, totally different world. But the people that I do have friends that are divorced, but Mm. they're back together with a person that they were divorced from. They both changed. They both have looked inward and stuff like that, but they are choosing not to get remarried. Yeah, because it's too div- the divorce is too expensive. They've already gone through it the first time. Exactly. So you don't want to do it a second time. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you <laughs> lost half your stuff, do you get it back when you get back together or you remarry the person? You yeah. have to revisit the mediation because now you're back dating each other again. Uh, and I mean, you're not getting out of the alimony because you can't say that the new guy is going to take care of everything <laughs> because the new guy's you. You're back. It's you again. Exactly. <laughs> it's likely. And you can't complain about your deadbeat no. ex. You're like, oh, that guy's such a deadbeat. I had to have a conversation with him today. Right. And it's like, honey, I'm right here. I'm no, right no, you could have a special level of self-loathing where it's actually really easy to still hate her ex, even when her ex is you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the next podcast right there, my yes. friend. That's the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it, honey, you know what? Let me tell me, tell me what you've been through. And you're like complaining about this guy yeah. that did you wrong. And there it is. Woo-hoo. Yeah. That guy really sucked. I hated that guy. Never been a big fan of him. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which and exes and all this yeah. other stuff and ones that keep in contact. Every once in a while, uh, I'll get a text from an ex. We've mm-hmm. all gotten those texts from ex and, hey, you're just thinking about you and this, that, and the other. And you're like, yeah, I got a no. text the other day <laughs> that said, oh, do you remember we broke up on this day such and such years ago? And I'm like, I had to think about it because didn't we break mm-hmm. up like 6,000 times? Right. So which this, time was this that you're exactly, remembering? That's what yeah. I was thinking. And I kind of laughed. Then with like, the new phone, who dis? And that's I all guess, you need. Like, yes. I don't know. I don't recognize this number. I don't know who you broke up with, but I don't know who you are. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank, that's right. That's what I should have said. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for that. You've given me a lot to talk about yes. in the TED Talk. I'm so and glad my, it happened. Thanks for reminding me. Exactly. Exactly. Because you don't think about it. Because I had to think about it when I saw it. I was like, yeah. what's this? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay, good. 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 Hope you're well. I'm like, all right. Bye. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Next. <laughs> right. <laughs> Writing that down for the TED Talk. Anyway. But yeah. So it's just like, I think, you know, I think there's some people that, especially that I find it funny that they ask women in this and not men. Yeah. Because men think automatically when they get married and then get divorced, they're going to go out with every supermodel mm. there ever was. So I'm free now. It's it's all open to me. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen what's out there? No, it's not. It is rare that you find a good one. And when you do, you are so thankful and so yes. grateful that you're like, what's wrong with this one? They're so good. We connect so well. What's going right. on? <laughs> what's this about? Anyway. But so let's move on because from exes to things that you thought would never happen. Mm. Back in the day, the boy bands, I'm talking in sync, Backstreet Boys, O-Town, that whole 90s genre. Everybody mm. stirred stuff up about them not liking each other. Also, they try to do it with female stars, the Taylor Swift, the Katy Perry's, the Christina Aguilera's also mm. The uh, Pinks, that was a recent story that someone dug up something from back when they shot the Moulin Rouge video almost 20 years ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Come there's on. been beef all this time. There's not any beef. No. 
You're just trying to stir it up. Well, there apparently for years, even back to the 60s of the Stones and the Beatles have been beef. There's been beef, apparently. That I think someone just made it up. I think it's been more like beef bouillon than beef. That's fair. That's fair. You see the flavor, but it's not really there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Maybe there was a hint one day. Maybe they're all British. Maybe somebody got a little couple pops in them and decided to smart off in front of a microphone. That happens. It happens. We all have our moments where we say stupid stuff or we get on podcast and we say it. (laughs) We forget to hit the record button and then we start over and say it. It all happens. Yeah, absolutely. It all happens. (laughs) Anyway. So anyway, so apparently they are working together on a new album. It's not a combined album, but Paul stepped in and uh, cut down some tracks for the uh, some bass Mm -hmm. notes for the new album. Ringo Starr's joining the Stones as well to play on a couple of songs on the new album. So, I mean, what do you think about How do you feel about this? Because this makes my soul happy. Yeah, I love it. I want to hear it. I can't wait to hear them all together uh, and, you know, show that it's not, there's no trauma, especially after all these years. If there was, it was, what, 50 years ago now. Like, I don't think it matters. It was the 60s. It was a long, long time ago. Uh, And it's awesome to see them together after all these years and, you know, losing members of both bands obviously no longer with us so seeing them kind of come together as the thing because both of them together are what revolutionized rock music i mean they took something that was growing obviously the the rhythm and blues era with you know muddy waters and howlin wolf and all that went into the you know 50s elvis and johnny cash era of style of rock and then into this new world that happened in the 60s and you had two different styles of rock and roll with these guys you had a very more pop centric teeny bopper style rock you'd say probably these days uh with the beatles who were the sensation the the heartthrobs and everything else and you had more of a gritty blues backed rock style with the stones they were two different things and both phenomenal in their own right and i think this drama was caused by fans because fans have always had this stupid thing where you they want you to choose you have to like one or the other you can't yes. like them both. It's like, I want to like them both. I like both Star Trek and Star Wars. I like them both because they're both entertaining. Uh, and the same goes for the Stones and the Beatles. Both are amazing and both were absolutely necessary to give us what we got in rock music afterwards with the 80s, the 70s, uh, even into the grunge era of the 90s and into now. So it, you need both of them. They're both phenomenal. And now getting to see them together is absolutely awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I was going to stop you, but you were on a roll because you (laughs) described it as a man would describe it. You described (laughs) the Beatles and the Stones as a man would look at it. I will tell you what we saw. Gotcha. As a woman, we saw them as the pretty boys. Everybody loved them. They weren't offensive until John Lennon stepped up and said, we've replaced Jesus. (laughs) And then everybody had to burn the albums. And then they said, oh, I need these albums back. So they bought the albums again. Okay. So I the funny that. thing is they thought they think sarcasm just died. It's been dead for years. <laughs> that, <laughs> that comment right there was proof that sarcasm is dead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it was just like everybody was feeling, oh, what does he mean by this? What does yeah. he mean by that? Like he means well, that he's just being stupid and joking. <laughs> yes, he was joking the whole time. He's, he's like, like, oh, I guess we're huge. We must be bigger than Jesus now. You know? uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the whole thing. And that's another thing. The whole thing with yep. Paul is dead. People, oh, yep. you play their music backwards. It tells you to worship Satan yeah. and all this all other fan stuff. All fan-created. And oh the best my- thing is that the Beatles themselves had thought it was hilarious. That's why the song Glass Onion happened. It was to mess with the fans and give them what they wanted to hear by saying that Paul was the walrus and the walrus is dead. And so like, see, we told you we were right. And he's <laughs> walking barefoot him. across the road. Yep. So that means that, you know, in, in art, 
that barefoot people mean dead people. He's like, no, mate, I just didn't have on shoes. (laughs) He's like, oh, it was nice out. (laughs) And then along came his daughter and designed shoes and clothes for everyone. So there. But yeah, so it's like the stones. I will tell you, it's like women go through this whole thing. You got Mm. the pretty boy, the sweet boys. And so you like the Beatles. You like the Beatles. Those are the ones you can take home to mama. Yeah. But the ones that are more fun are the stones. Those are the bad boys. (laughs) And then came rubber soul. And all of a sudden the Beatles were the bad boys too. (laughs) It happens. It happens. (laughs) Drugs did a crazy thing to that band, but it was also very good. The music was great at the end. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> yes. It was fantastic. So God bless them for getting into that too, because Absolutely. here's the thing, their music evolved, which is what you're hoping. Yeah. And like you said, people want you to pick one, pick one. Like when you yeah. first moved here to South Carolina, yeah, they wanted you to pick, pick a team. And yeah. the reason you're not on our team, but you did marry a tiger. <laughs> The yeah. reason you are not on our team is you loathe the people in your high school that were Clemson fans. Fair. I also had to wear a lot of orange in high school going to Malden. So I was kind of done with it. <laughs> Different shades. Of, hey, I'm a Clemson Fair. grad. Do not like the color orange. Do yeah. not like the color orange. <laughs> so, yeah, totally get that. But yeah, so they're actually working together. So we mentioned all the boy bands. Did you have a favorite when it came to boy bands? Um, uh, so, well, first, obviously, New Kids on the Block, I was very young, eight, 10 years Shut old in that up. era when they were going on. So I was like, Shut all into that. I wanted the acid wash j- denim, you know, I wanted all that. I was with it. But uh, I'm not going to lie. NSYNC was by far the best of the 90s. I oh, mean, they yeah. did have Justin Timberlake. Uh, and the guy's still a global sensation. So <laughs> and exactly. Yeah. And he got the girl um, from Seventh Heaven. He got her. Yeah, he got Jeff- uh, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, absolutely. And as a teenage boy in those air days, I wasn't allowed to actually like it. So it was definitely like a guilty pleasure type of deal. Kind of oh, yeah. like, you know, like Bruno Mars nowadays. God, that guy. So good. <laughs> I just can't, you know, it's entertaining. He's so good. good Miley stuff. Cyrus answered his yeah. song. Hmm. Yes. See, and it was great. Actually, that was really good, too. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know. Back then, too, it was like the start of using extra mediums, I feel like, for music in those acts. And NSYNC did a bunch of like live shows on HBO. Uh, and there was one night that, you know, I was too young to be watching it probably by age, but I'd watch Sopranos with my family every week. That was our Sunday ritual as Italians. Uh, oh, yeah. And then on came this NSYNC live concert. And so I kept on the TV and it was very entertaining. It was a good show. And I was like, oh. I guess I do think they're good. <laughs> you are not too young yes. to watch The Sopranos. You were not too young yeah, yeah, yeah. because no. I remember as a kid, if this tells yeah. you something, I remember watching Fritzy's Honor with my dad. Yeah. And all the Godfather movies. Like the, oh, yeah. I was born the year the first Godfather movie came out. But but I do remember watching the Godfather movies growing yeah. up. I love the trilogy. Even that horrible, horrible Godfather yeah. 3. You would think, like you said earlier, yeah. with the cast. Oh my gosh, it would have been Garcia. Andy Garcia who was yeah. fabulous. So good. He was and, the heir oh, apparent, but oh no. <laughs> yeah. No. It gave you one great line though. The you know, right when you think you're out, they pull you back in. And then that was a part of Sopranos, which was really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was it. That's also the movie that we learned that Sophia Coppola should direct and never act. Yes, never act. <laughs> Ooh. But you know, <laughs> okay, that was that line from the third one. What's mm. the line that was the most just cold? Cutting line from number two, and it was not delivered by um, who you would think. It was not delivered. Wasn't by Pacino. Wasn't by Pacino. It was said to Pacino. Ooh, 
Because I would have thought, I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my bleeping heart. Oh, yeah. That one. Oh, yeah. Oof. When you knew Fredo was done. That was it. Oh, you knew it was done. <laughs> God, now I can't think of another business, one from two. Just business, Michael. That one. Just but business. no, my, the one that cuts me and the one that was, I was just like, oh, it's when Kay looked at Michael and said, I don't hate you, Michael. I dread you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's rough. That's that's cold. Two was the unraveling of Michael Corleone. Oh, yeah. He got in too deep. <laughs> got in too deep, and there was no way out. Those tentacles were on him. <sighs> yeah, that's a great film. That's a great film. I so think good. Godfather 2 is the best out of the trilogy. Oh, yeah, by far. Oh, anyway, that's a whole other series right there. Maybe <laughs> we should do, like, movie reviews. Podcast movie reviews. Let's just do it. I'm in. I'm in Dinner for that. in a movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Always. Leave That's the right. gun, take the cannoli. I don't care. Leave the gun, take the cannolis. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you don't want to get, waste good cannoli. Anyway, no. um, I can still talk to you because if you would have said you were a fan of the other man, <laughs> we would not be here. No. Yeah. I'd stop the recording. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Right then. <laughs> so moving on from that, um, on that same vein of musicians kind of contradicting each other, mm. former bandmates about to go do another project together. We're talking Gene Simmons a while back said something that rock and roll is dead. The yeah. soul of rock and roll has been dead for years is basically what he's been saying. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul Stanley recently popped up and said, yeah, that's not true. That's not true. Um, rock and roll still out there. It's still beating. And I almost felt like it was Huey Lewis delivering that. <laughs> still beating in Cleveland. The heart of rock and roll is the beat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. Paul Stanley put out like a... I don't yeah. know, an adult, adult contemporary love song album <laughs> in the 80s. Am I right? Yeah, they also tried to do a disco album as a group, and that, that was bad, too. Like, both Ooh. of those were bad options. Uh, they attempted to kill rock and roll, but it's no, it's not dead. That's, uh, I, I'm with Stanley on this. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul's got it right. Uh, Simmons, Simmons wants it to still be what he was 50 years ago. The sex, <laughs> drugs, and rock and roll. It's just that's what's gone. That's what's gone. But the, the, the music's there. The music's there locally. The music's there nationally. I mean, a week ago, 
uh, on SNL when Woody Harrelson hosted. He they had Jack White on. Jack White, yeah. still amazing. Uh, still one of the best rock stars we have as far as the music is concerned. Unfortunately, I guess for guys like Gene Simmons, nowadays it's more about the music and not about the uh, extracurriculars uh, that they used to do, <laughs> the parties. So you have a lot more bands like Rush, who Gene Simmons talks about and they toured with, Kiss toured with. If you watch any of the uh, Rush documentaries, Simmons talks about it. They were boring to Gene because Gene wanted to party. He wanted all these women everywhere and all the fun and the party. And they were sitting in their hotel room practicing, reading a book, watching, you know, uh, Johnny Carson. They weren't out in the the lobby throwing a party, you know, and that's more of what the musicians are like that nowadays. Not as much like Gene Simmons nowadays. I'm just going to point out something because a couple of years ago, there was a tape released with Gene Simmons. And did you ever happen to see that one? I don't think I did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying it's not the sex, drugs and rock and roll you think it would be. Yeah. I it's could, like walking in on your parents. It was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Gene, if that's rock and roll to mm-hmm. you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's still out there. It just, it's evolved. It's changed. And I mean, we've seen it change every decade really. Uh, and it's, it's just nowadays we have such access. You can listen to whatever you want at any time. So it's yeah. just not going to be mainstream like it once was, but that's how music is. Cause rock was pop in the seventies and sixties, then it changed and it became a subcategory to pop because pop was turning into disco and dance and all that in the eighties into the nineties. And it changed into even more with R and B and all those kinds of genres coming in. So like it just changed. It just came out of the popular mainstream, but it still exists. It's still going. There's still incredible shows. The Foo Fighters sell out stadiums all over the world. And still. they should. And yeah. they should. So like, never seen it's not dying. Just Gene's getting I, old. <laughs> I saw them in 97, 98, right mm. after they opened at the Bon Secours Well, right after it was yeah. the Bilo Center back then. Yes. I have my oh, story I of when I was walking through <laughs> and coming out the vestibule, all of a sudden, <laughs> oh. Dave Grohl walks around the boxes, like the, the ledges on the boxes and does a guitar solo, happens mm. to stop where I'm coming out with a certain friend of mine. We're both standing there. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like hitting his foot the whole time, going oh my yeah. God. like freaking out. It's then, cool. you know, a couple of months later, he has the fracture in his foot. I caused mm-hmm. that. That was your fault. Yeah. It's my fault. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. That was me. But he finished the show like a champion. Oh, yes. Sat up there in a chair with his leg propped up and just played. Let's go. See, that is the heart of rock and roll right there. That is. That's right. Huey mm. Lewis would be proud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He was Forget about a beating in Cleveland. It's beating in the heart of Dave Grohl, right. <laughs> who oddly enough looks like the drummer from Nirvana. Looks just like him. Just Similar like guy. Him. Good yeah. hmm. He has the same name. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I wonder if you ever thought of suing that guy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. We're talking about stuff that we know about. Obviously, I started out in alternative radio, worked in rock and worked in top 40, worked in all kinds of radio genres. You, my friend, have two as well. But right now you work for Rock 101, which is our sister station, the classic rock station. So, you know, all this stuff. One thing that neither one of us know about the Kids' Choice Awards. (laughs) No, That was last (laughs) night. I sent this list over to you. And I just sent the oh incidental by the way list over. Yep. You deep dove on that. I deep dove. I had to go in. I had to see all the categories because I was like, what do they even vote on anymore? Like, I don't even know it's a part of this. I am bummed out that I guess that like the run of Jack Black winning an award is over. Uh, I don't oh. know when that ended. 
I know he That's... was winning it like every year for a long time. Oh, yeah, because it's Jack Black. He's amazing. Yeah, Jables is not on the list here. Dwayne The Rock Johnson gets two of them, though. He got yeah, I love that. Yeah. He is uh, for Black Adam and for Crypto in DC League of Super Pets. He got one. So that's cool. But oh, there's yeah. some questionables on here. Go for it. What are your questionables? Uh, well, first off, I didn't realize that SpongeBob SquarePants was still a thing that's going on. And I'm wondering if it's still new episodes or they're just still voting it as the favorite cartoon and watching reruns. Now, SpongeBob's been around since the late 90s. Very early 2000s, maybe late 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe they're just playing episodes people haven't seen for a while, cleaning them up. And I mean, I remember being a kid and watching a bunch of older family shows and thinking they were like new shows because yeah. they were on Nick at Night or on something else. And you'd watch all those reruns. And, you know, if there was a Kids Choice Award, then I might have voted for something that was canceled 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> so well, everything's getting canceled yeah. now. So in yeah, a different right. way. <laughs> a the different other one, way. the big question mark I have yes. was for favorite music collaboration. Uh, which I do love that they're doing a separate category for that. So that's not your favorite song. That's it's a, nope. it's a collaboration uh, gets its own category and it's sweetest pie by Megan the stallion and Dua Lipa. It's, <laughs> it's great kids track. choice. It's kids and, choice. Uh, the, how many of these kids have heard that song and how many of their parents have heard that song? <laughs> you know what makes me want to go back in time a few yeah. years ago and see if WAP was in there. I just oh. wanted to see if that was the kid's choice song. <laughs> I'm just wondering. The whole thing's edited. It's all you hear is music. It's just the music. It wasn't that that was actually sampled from another rap song from the 90s. Anyway, so you would have exactly. thought it was that other song. It's just sampled. <laughs> and then before that, before that, it was Blurred Lines, Robin Thicke. So, yeah. <laughs> no, Gay. it wasn't, I'm sure. Thank God. <laughs> but here's another thing. They brought out the, their favorite musician, male musician, yeah. Harry Styles. I could see it because he's so well known and he was a boy band guy, but a lot of his music's a little adult too. I mean, at least he questionable. Did, yeah, at least he didn't get it for um, favorite movie star for Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah, that wouldn't have gone well. Chris Pine wouldn't have liked that either. He wouldn't have been too happy. Yeah, because <laughs> Chris Pine did show up at this, by the way. So hey. yeah, exactly. So oh, anyway, geez. but yeah, were they seen together? If you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. Then you'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> There's a table scene where they're serving up some stuff that's not normally served at cocktail parties. Yes. How we just say that. <laughs> okay. And let's go here. Like favorite global music star, obviously Harry Styles. Yeah. So you got favorite male musician as well as global star. Favorite social media star. I mean, yeah. Is there a favorite TikToker Con- on this list too? Content creators, man. Like that, yes. that's the thing now. Yes. The favorite male was Mr. Beast and the favorite female was Charlie D'Amelio, who was actually one of the co-hosts. Mr. Beast, if you know about him, he has the kitchens that everybody is like, oh, I'm going to order from him. Or he's got these burgers, but he uses ghost kitchens. If you don't know what that yeah. is, basically they pay for stay, stay, um, space in another restaurant's kitchen for them to make the food off the menu and to deliver it. Usually it's not served in the restaurant. It's delivered. And it's usually from Buco de Beppo. Yeah. Do if you, you have know one. Buco de Beppo? Buco is great. Not again, not legit, legit. It's more legit than an Olive Garden, but still very, very good. <laughs> I, I love Buco. Uh, I went to the one in Orlando a good bit. Uh, they were sponsors of our radio station that I worked for down there. So loved going to that place. Never got to sit in the kitchen, though. I've Always done that. that one. Yeah. I've sat at the kitchen table in the Atlanta one. That was pretty yeah. cool. Because we went down for a Braves game and... 
You know, I'm a Dodgers fan, but my youngest, my oldest son, Austin, is all about the Braves. And so we went down for a Braves game, got to sit in the kitchen table. And I felt like I was in, I don't know, Mm -hmm. maybe a Godfather film. Maybe if there was a Godfather film. Vito Corleone. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Clemenza comes out with an apron on around his big belly. That's right. taste this okay beer so yeah that that's actually an interesting restaurant so that's kind of cool so if you've never been to one you can check them out the closest ones are atlanta as well as charlotte because they um they're not in greenville yet so not yet they need to come to greenville that would do very well in greenville it would be a good thing to have here we could get them to sponsor the podcast and do the podcast from there instead of the pope's table it could be the diddy table oh see I'm with it. Let's do this. How do we make this happen? <laughs> I would have to jog more than three miles a day if I if I ate constantly at Buco de Beppo. That's salt and buca. Oh, man. It's so good. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. So anyway, so there is a content creator thing. Mm. Also, something that perplexed me. Celebrity pet. Yeah. And I was, I was very that? confused by this, too, because I didn't know if it meant that it was Olivia Benson's pet Swift. And I was like, isn't that a fictional character's name? Not a real <laughs> person. Harry Potter, the Swift, right? <laughs> yeah, Swift. But I was like, I don't know what this is, but it's Taylor Swift's cat, I guess. I yes. Okay. yes, because she's a big fan of yeah. Mariska Hagerty, who also Law and Order. And so yep. she named one of her mega million dollar cats, which they're insured for that much. <laughs> <laughs> More so than our company insures us. I'll just tell you that these cats are well taken care of these two cats on the podcast, not well taken care of, but yeah. So the cat's name is Olivia Benson Swift. So yeah, she solves crimes. (laughs) That's it. She solves crimes and she apparently um, got an award last night. So did the the cat get slimed? Did the, I don't know. I didn't see yeah. that. We need now we need to find out. out. We got to research this. Did they walk Olivia Benson Swift out on stage? and give the cat the sliming that it deserved for winning an award. You've had a pet cat. Yes, You've tried to give a cat a bath. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, I'm giving a cat you a bath. Know. That is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think like I've ever cat, lost as much blood in my life. <laughs> I had chips earlier, and then my cat smelled like the remnants of the chips mm-hmm. on my hand. It was like lick and claw, lick and claw. Oh, you taste great to me. I'm like, yes. you wanted nothing to do with me earlier. Now it's the salt. It's like, oh, my God, give me that. So, yeah, if you've ever tried to give a cat a bath, you know how horrible that's going to end. Oh, yeah. Imagine sliming a cat and then having to clean the cat off afterwards. We'd probably just sit there very mad, just like have a like, <laughs> very upset faces. <laughs> Hope you like your bed. I that's call right. it my new litter box. <laughs> They're vindictive go. creatures. Very vindictive. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> okay. Anyway, on top of that, the one that perplexed me, because yeah. I'm pretty sure... There's been more books written since this series first originally came out. Favorite book was yeah. the whole Harry Potter series. The entire series was the favorite book. Seven books <laughs> was the favorite <laughs> one book. That, that's I don't know. I feel like I guess since we've we've officially we've divorced the creator from the series itself, so yes. it still gets to be loved. Uh, in the video game, I need I really want it. I need to buy it because I like Harry Potter too. But it came out like what twenty three years ago, twenty plus years yes. ago. It's been a uh, while. They've all grown yeah. up, moved on, had kids, lost hair. Yes. Yeah. Now they're going to come back as parents in the new movie. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, <That's laughs> so crazy. they're all coming back. 
but yeah, that's kind of weird that it's still the favorite book when there's been a ton of new literature uh, that has come out since then for children. So it, it, it's interesting. Choose the whole series, not yeah. just a book. I mean, like you mentioned earlier, Goosebumps was one of your favorite oh, when you best. were younger and stuff yeah. like that. So now if you chose what Diddy's favorite book would be, would be what? Well, as an adults, uh, I mean, anything Chuck Palahniuk is amazing. He wrote Fight Club. Choke was a really good one, one of my favorites. Uh, there was a two-parter, Damned and Doomed. I can't remember which direction they go in, uh, but it's basically like a breakfast club in hell. Uh, it's Ooh. very, very good. Um, and his writing's incredible. I just, it's, you know, a little more twisted, a little more, very, very much adult uh, and would never find its way into a Kids' Choice Awards. That's for sure. Because uh, again, Fight Club, if you've seen the movie, it's got a lot going on to it. The book has even more, and it's actually somehow even better than the movie. It's that well-written. Very good wow. books. But Megan the Stallion and Dua Lipa make it in there. Yeah. Go figure. Go figure. I mean, yeah. I feel like they would do a song on a Chuck Palahniuk movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would, and that would fit way better uh, yeah. than on a Ch- Kids' Choice Awards. A little yeah, my 12-year-old was making a joke about the Kids' Choice World. He said, did you hear Rihanna? She got to do Rude Boy on it. And all she could say was Rude Boy. And that was yeah, it. Couldn't do the <laughs> song like, itself. Yeah, she also that... didn't do the one about getting my money. <laughs> Better <laughs> have my money. Yeah, she couldn't do that one. <laughs> <laughs> we barely had any of that one on the Super Bowl. Like that was pretty exactly. much all bleeped out from <laughs> for even that show. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So we have not solved the world's problems, Mm-mm. but we've had a lot of fun. Please absolutely. come back anytime, Diddy. You are welcome back. Um, Elise is not going to be back until later in the week. So you're welcome to come back anytime this week if you want. That I'm ready whenever you're ready. Perfect. I'm ready too. And I like the idea of the movie reviews. That would yeah. be fun. Absolutely. Let's just start doing those and just hand it to the company and be like, look what we have. You can't argue. We've already got it out there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And they'll be like, good. We'll take 50% of that. <laughs> <laughs> Only 50. That's nice. <laughs> that's Hey, that's better than what they normally do. So right. <laughs> 90 10 split. That's a like, yeah, all that creativity you've got going on in your head. You can keep 5% of it. Mm. The salesperson's going to take 5%, and the company's going to take 90%. So, yeah, right. we're good. We're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how these things work. Diddy, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here and always being willing to jump in as our guest <laughs> diva. So, I love that. I love that you're still diva in it up with the best of us. Absolutely. Now, Lisa and I, coming up in a few weeks, we're going into a local. Um, esthetician shop and having our makeup done for the divas dish podcast you want to join us <laughs> i don't know if they'll have my colors i don't know you don't know if they'll have your colors and <laughs> you don't know if you can get a wax appointment by then no no the beard's got to get bigger it's got to get bigger oh yeah so they can just rip it all off at one time i'm kidding i would not do that i don't think i've seen you without a beard in a long long time it's been years yeah. it's absolutely been years <laughs> absolutely Thanks for joining us for the Divas Dish Podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, where it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever. And we're always inside your smartphone on the Odyssey app. An Odyssey station. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.